It's showtime. Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. I don't know why I'm recording at like midnight. Um, it's not pandemic time. I'm back at work, so I'm just like tired all the time. But like Selena Gomez, I think it's Selena Gomez. Like Selena Gomez said, the harm wants but it wants. And as I said during the last episode, which at this point I recorded like eight hours ago, um, so I remember it pretty fresh. If in a month or two you don't hear me on SoundCloud, first of all, look in the obituary, see if I did it, check out the Toronto obituaries and see if a uh, homely fat boy called it a day via rope. But if it turns up empty, which you never know, I don't know, I, I don't really have a reason to keep going, but... I'm also a huge coward. My will to stop living has yet to eclipse my cowardice. So that's why I'm still here. And I imagine in two months, unless the bus ruins me, um, I'll still probably be around. Check Spotify at that point. Maybe Apple Podcasts. And SoundCloud actually shot themselves in the foot because uh, had they let me extend it because there was a promo recently, like their Black Friday uh, 50% off uh, SoundCloud Unlimited. I wanted in on that deal. I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm going to renew next year anyway. Uh, so let me see if I can uh, just get this discount and add another year or two uh, to my membership. And there wasn't an option for that. This was, I guess, for people who weren't loyal to be renewing each and every single year. Um, they're like, let me reward you. And you, who uh, is completely loyal, well, you can kiss my ass. Pucker up. Right there. Now, had they let me uh, extend, I wouldn't move it. Because then I'm out like a year and a half. I'm out like over $200 worth of the service. I'm I'm hanging tight. But now that uh, I only have like six months left, I'm like, I'm willing to eat it. Sounds like this other service will at least be able to get me on Spotify, if not Apple Podcasts. And I've been trying to get on both. It just uh, SoundCloud is not compatible with Spotify and I don't know what the hell the deal is uh, with uh, Apple Podcasts, but despite jumping through some hoops, still not a member of Apple Podcasts. So at this point, it would make sense for me to like jump over right away, but I'm still trying to uh, do a little research, make sure it is, because it does sound like awfully good. Like, And when things sound too good to be true, more often than not, they are. Why this girl on Tinder is quite the looker. Everything I'm looking for physically and after having a 
few conversations with her. Clearly, everything that I want on the inside as well. I'm telling you, if you show up and that's not a man waiting to rob you, or at least maybe it is the girl, but she's definitely got... It's definitely going to be like a six-foot black guy with a gun in the other room waiting to rob you. If it's not, you must be tall, rich, and white. But if it does happen, which it more than likely will, don't feel too bad. It comes with the territory. Everybody, other than like the good-looking rich guys, gets conned on here in some way, shape, or form. So for that reason, I've been jumped over right away. But also because... Uh, I finally applied for SoundCloud verification, like like a blue check mark. I don't have a blue check mark anywhere. Not on IG, not on Facebook, not on Twitter. Um, I'm assuming I'm not getting. I the other places at least I haven't tried. Here I'm like, well, I'm out anyway. Like, what do I have to lose? SoundCloud's respect for me. I mean. Because it's done manually, I'm assuming somebody in the office is going to laugh when they look at the numbers. They're like, no, no, did you read this? I, and I hope they don't tell me this uh, in this tone. Uh, I hope they're, you know, professional about it. Uh, I hope they're not like the blueberry.com uh, super gay, uh, miserable, self-loathing homosexual guy who uh, gave me some bad customer service, right? Where I'm like, Wow. I don't want to do business with you or this company ever again. But hopefully they're nice and they're not like, did you read this? We said you need to have a lot of listeners and you're actively searched in our search for artist uh, bar. And notice keyword artist, you lame podcaster. I'm like, listen, listen, why don't you go to the sauna at the gym and get railed by one of your homosexual lovers, all right? One of your married to a woman, but secretly super gay scumbags. I'm not saying gay guys are scumbags. I just needed another S word to complete the trifecta there. But some some gay guys are scumbags. That's That's comes with the territory they're human whether they like being a pitcher or a catcher there's a chance they're a scumbag that that has nothing to do with who, who you love although you know i gotta imagine uh taking it in the derriere you gotta be in a foul mood right i mean if like i'm gonna die of like prostate cancer or whatever you know the one where they gotta uh put on the latex glove and then you know, treat you like you're a piece of meat. I'm telling you, if that happens to me, I'm not going to be the same after that. I'm always going to be in a foul mood. I'll be also like crying in the, not not, not in the crying corner. That's like a different reason why that exists there. But I'll probably be in bed, like huddled up and like shaking and crying every day of my life. And then when I have to go into the world, I'll be a nightmare, man. I'll be the most miserable son of a bitch you ever met. Listen, when the doctor has their way with you, you're allowed to be a monster, okay? But yeah, my plan is the day that they say, oh no, you're uh, not getting a blue check mark, I'm switching over to this other platform. Am I a little bit hesitant? Absolutely, because the adage of uh, be careful what you wish for is always true. Like, anytime I think I want something, 
it always doesn't go according to plan. It's always something bad always happens is what I'm trying to get at. Because if I do get more eyes and ears on the Kenny Ho show, that just means there's way the hell more of a chance uh, I'm going to get shat all over. Like, there's no doubt. There's things I say on this show that if you don't, like, understand, if you don't know that I'm just screwing around and trying to make uh, laugh-em-ups, I can definitely see why people would get offended. No doubt about that. And there's definitely people out there. There's people without a sense of humor. There's people who's looking to go to war. And do I need that in my life? Absolutely not. Nobody needs that in their life, just getting, like, torn apart on the internet, right? Um, it, It can really screw with a person. It can really... I remember when I was a YouTuber... Definitely ate some shit uh, in the comments section, and some stuff bothered me for years. Um, you know, not every waking moment of every day, but like here and there, you know, I'd be reminded of it. I'm like, why are people so nasty? And over there, I didn't do anything offensive at all. Over here, at least, you know, if like a hundred, well, I mean, if I get a hundred thousand gay guys writing in, I'm like, how many listeners do I have? You know, I must have like. 15 million listeners. I don't give a shit at that point. If I got 15 million listens, do you know how rich I'll be? I'm pretty sure Rogan doesn't even get 15 million listeners per episode. So if I'm in that territory, I'm good. I, at that point, I'm hiring people to deal with uh, w- w- with the 100,000 comments. I'm like, we're not going to turn off the comments, but you don't actually have to read any of them. Just look at the picture uh, if they if they're a you know uh, a big woman with like green hair or something, assume she's got nothing nice to say about the Kenny Ho show and just hit dislike on her comment. That's it. Nobody needs to be shat on, even if I'm hiring staff, right? So sure, it's uh, I mean this could be a move that no good comes from it. I hope I'm not calling it now. I hope this is just me being, you know, um, over, you know pessimistic or whatever to really lower my own expectations for this move because in life it's not always the good with the bad sometimes it's the bad with the bad so this could be a situation where my numbers don't go up enough where i can sell out but the the influx of people who hate me go up quite a bit so there's no doubt i'm rolling the dice i'm taking a chance but honestly like i carly once said There's no chance unless you take one. And the time to see the brighter side of every situation. Some things are meant to be. So give me your best and leave the rest to me. Leave the rest to me. Wake up the members of my nation. I love that show when it had Sam Puckett on there. But then Jeanette McCurdy went cray-cray, and now they got a bunch of ethnic girls on there. So you're saying you're minusing my favorite part of the show in Sam, and then adding in a pair of strong black women, the natural enemy of old Kenny? Well, Paramount Plus, I guess you're not getting my ten bucks a month. I was thinking about it earlier. I'm like, oh, man, I guess I shouldn't take a shot. I should just, like, you know, keep my head buried in the sand. But I'm like, I don't even live a good life now. You know, my personal home life, it's it's nice. I have a great family. Um, my mother's a little cray-cray. She could, you know, 
calm down a little bit and everybody's life would be better. But it's not like people respect me at work. It's not like I haven't been at jobs where people treat me like shit. So instead of, and that's the thing, like I've always been afraid. I've always like just like buried my head in the sand. I I, I legit won't do stand up. I'm like because I can't deal with uh, hecklers. I'm like I've been I have been through worse than being heckled, with no upside of what people who get heckled can someday be because I'm telling you if I'm not even like Chappelle I'll never be like Mount Rushmore funny and Mount Rushmore successful but if I can do as well as like that the Asian comedian I think it's like his name is like Jimmy O Yang or something like that I don't know he strikes me as he's he's getting like Netflix specials and stuff so he's got to be somewhat successful even if I'm on that level even if I like make like a million dollars a year doing stand-up. You think I care what some jackass in the audience thinks? Heckle away. I'm like, I'm here to tell five minutes of jokes and I'm walking home with $50,000 and some hot bimbo in the back of the bar waiting for me and waving at me right now. Do you think I give a shit about what some miserable drunk in the in the front row there thinks? I would tell my jokes and then carry on with my wonderful life at that point. Because how many jobs have I had? I've literally had jobs in the past where I'm like, oh, let me go just tolerate this traumatizing bullshit for like a hundred bucks. And apparently podcasts are a big deal now. Like, I started so long ago. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't part of, like, the first generation of podcasts or whatever, but I started when it wasn't as commonplace to have a podcast. Like, now, like, everybody has a podcast. Every business has a podcast. And these guys have been blowing me out of the water. They're, they've got way more listens, way more success, way more traction, and most importantly, way more sponsors and advertisers than... I may ever have, but I need to take a shot now. Hopefully it's not too late. Hopefully having like 300 and whatever, like 40, 50 episodes uh, at that point means something. Now, hopefully it's not 350 reasons to cancel me. Uh, but once again, my show is basically canceled. So on that front, can you really cancel something that's already basically canceled? It's not like they're... You know, well, the thing that annoys me is people don't think, oh, let's get this person canceled. I'm like, but that's uh, their livelihood. And if it's, you know, a big enough show, it's the livelihood of many people. Why? Like, all because you didn't like what he had to say. They don't get me wrong. If somebody is a heinous monster, like legitimate racist, legitimate, just a piece of real shit that hurts others and stuff, absolutely get them canceled. But it's like, if their sense of humor doesn't work for you, and you're like, get them canceled, get them fired. I'm like, come on, man. Like, are you serious? Now you're the piece of shit because you're costing somebody their livelihood just because you don't like their jokes. They didn't even come after you personally. If they come after you personally, I understand. But if, like, these people trying to get Chappelle canceled, that they're saying it's a transgender community, but listening to Chappelle doesn't sound like it. But regardless, he's making jokes about 
the transgender community, not about a specific transgender person. And if you're transgender and you can't see, if your skin is not thick enough to handle, you, I'm not saying it's fair, but you know there's going to be a bunch of bullshit. You know you're going to get made fun of. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying stand there and take it if somebody comes up to your face and like makes fun of you or something. But if some comedian, a beloved comedian, makes a bunch of jokes about transgender in general and you can't take it, maybe don't go down this road because it, it's it's way worse than a comedian making jokes. As I said, there will be people who come up to you. And I'm not saying it's right, but that's just what's going to go down. So you gotta, you gotta either, I wanted to say have a pair and deal with it, but you know, if they do it the right way, they're snipping that pair right off. And if you're going down this road, snip the pair right off. Oh my goodness. The worst thing you can do is get like breast implants, like near your face and grow out your hair and not just have a cheap wig. And then like you meet Mr. Right, you know, somehow you you fooled him with the, the voice, you know, you fake a cold for a few dates and then it's finally time you finally start making out, going back to the dude's house and things are getting hot and heavy and he's like, whoa, wait a minute. What's that on my leg? Should have sprung for the full treatment. Should have gone fully with the operation. You just ruined everybody's day by not taking the hormone therapy. Stop your crying. You're still technically a man. With a rockin' rack, but still a man. I'm so confused. Let me leave here before I do something super gay, but maybe not. No, no, I'm out of here. So after taking a little break, one that lasted like three days, I'm back to finish the episode. Yeah, I was just in a recording mood that day. I started recording really late at night and deciding, hey, I should probably just go to bed. I'm not going to release this episode for a few days, so I'll get to it in a few days. So here we are. Perfect timing because... The Video Game Awards just happened, and I don't know, do you know much about the Video Game Awards? I don't know anything about the awards. I don't know who hands them out, like who's in charge of making the decisions on who gets the awards. I mean, somebody has to make the awards, right? I don't even know what the award looks like. Like, is it cool? Like, is it some sort of, like, kind of abstract-looking piece of, uh, like, glass type of thing? Is it, like, an Emmy-looking thing? Or is it, like, a piece of shit, like, certificate, right? Or just, like, a plaque or something? Uh, who knows? Depends how much money whatever governing body has, right? I know nothing about them other than the fact that it must be a big deal because... Uh, all the announcements, like major announcements for video games, uh, happen during the Video Game Awards. So it is something I do. Uh, more and more, I look forward to it because it used to be E3, the whatever electronics, whatever entertainment expo. I think that's what that meant. Um, that's when all the news used to come out. But 
more and more companies are pulling out of that situation for whatever reason. Uh, they don't attend E3 like they used to. And uh, more of the major announcements are now saved for the Video Game Awards. And this year was no different. This year, I feel like there was actually more news this year than last, considering the fact that last year, oh, everybody was just a little on edge, you know? Uh, maybe had bigger things on their mind than, oh, what video game is coming out two years from now? Who knows if two years from now, there'll be two years from now. Maybe the calendar stops because we all turn into zombies. And the people that don't turn into zombies, well, they got, once again, much bigger fish to fry than keeping track of what day it is. Honestly, if I were in that situation, if somehow I'm a survivor, I guess in this hypothetical situation, like, I would have somehow convinced a a, a girl that's worth living for to choose me. So I'm doing the best I can. So under those circumstances, I can imagine that the only thing on my mind, the only days I'm keeping track of is, well, the last time that I had a hot meal... That wasn't something out of a can. Or judging by the way people reacted right at the beginning of this thing. How many days since I was able to wipe my ass with toilet paper? Like I imagine there's a a warlord who's running the show who's in charge. And he's got himself a compound, you know, a massive house. uh, Like a ranch situation with high stone walls and barbed wire at the top. He also has uh, guard towers with dudes with those big spotlights and, uh, you know, like a a cannon with a machine gun on it. Uh, Just to hold off anybody who's got the, the bright idea to try to hit up this compound to relieve this man of one of his five million rolls of toilet paper. I'm telling you, if I'm part of the resistance and uh, during uh, uh, like a briefing or whatever, John Connor's like, okay, so we're going to hit him hard, hit him fast and bring back all the toilet paper we can for humanity. I'll be like, "I'm, I'm poisoning all of you. Are you kidding me? We're going in for the toilet paper. What about the food? Listen, it's not a nuclear winter. I can wipe my ass with leaves. There's plenty of leaves going around. I hear El Guapo has tons and tons of frozen TV dinners. My God, they weren't amazing when, you know, things were good. But I'm telling you, I could go for a Salisbury steak and that shitty cranberry sauce right now. It's better than the tree bark I've been eating for the past three weeks. If you think I'm hitting up this compound, risking my life for a bunch of Royale or Charmin, you guys have another thing coming. It's called Homemade Pipe Bomb to your face while you sleep. But unfortunately, that's not the reality that we got. What we got is... Oh yeah, everybody looks horrible and everything's going to be really expensive now. It's got to be like $5 for an apple. I'm telling you, I would prefer the Armageddon. I prefer that 
post-apocalyptic world where I could go kill El Guapo and his friends for free apples as opposed to going to work a dead-end job that I'm not exactly a big fan of while making the type of money, well, let's just say if I didn't live in my daddy's basement, that'd be out on my ass. I wouldn't be able to afford rent, let alone these apples. Now that I put it like that, I'm like, why am I getting excited about these video games that are coming out? I'm probably going to, at some point, have to, like, pick between, you know, one or two of these out of, like, whatever, however many they showed. Let's say there was, like, five or six that were interesting. I'm only going to be able to buy one or two realistically. What a sad existence I live. Oh, my goodness. Or I suppose I wait, like, three years and then wait for it to have like a gnarly steam sale but like have it be available for 20 bucks or so for sure one of those games that i'm getting at that point at that price point what a sad life i lead um is uh star wars eclipse which is uh, a game made by quantic dreams i mean i could do the research but i'm not going to but I'm pretty sure Quantic Dreams is the guys behind um, Beyond Two Souls, uh, Heavy Rain, and there's one more. Yes, uh, Detroit Becoming Human, which is like out of those three, the best one by far. It's so gripping. It's so compelling. And it's don't get me wrong. I think it'll be good. But at the same time, this is not the Star Wars game I want. With that being said, if it's anything like uh, beyond, uh, what is it called, uh, Detroit becoming human, if it's beyond two souls, it's like, yeah, that's a that's a leave it. That's not a take. That's a leave it because that one's definitely by far the weakest one. Uh, the first one, Heavy Rain, was pretty cool, uh, but then. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it was garbage or anything like that, but it was just not on the same level. Uh, the Beyond Two Souls. But then, like, Detroit is so great. Like, I plan on playing it again, uh, you know, making different choices and stuff. It, it is gripping when it's done right. Like, you want these uh, characters to be okay, but if you screw up, they will not be okay. So, I'm kind of looking forward to this, but at the same time, I'm like... If I'm going to go Star Wars, I want something. Here's the Star Wars game I do want. I don't know if anyone's ever going to make it, but it's a simple concept. Basically, don't fix what's not broken. Go and copy GTA Online. Just have a big open world. Doesn't even need to be multiple planets, although they should probably do multiple planets at some point. But if the game took place on Coruscant, like a massive city brilliant you can make yourself like uh have a good creative player tool because gta's is not great but it's good enough where uh, both my ps4 version and pc version it looks pretty much like me it's good enough where i can stand by it and make the argument that it does look like me so i mean that was made what eight nine years ago now you can do better with creative players have a great creative player so you can make yourself in any kind of race you know make yourself uh, uh any kind of alien or some kind of uh, android 
make yourself like C-3PO. I don't actually, that probably doesn't make sense, but it'd be cool to like own a C-3PO, have a, a couple droids at the house, R2-D2 and C-3PO. And then you can be either a Jedi or uh, like a bounty hunter, any number, uh, like a criminal, a hut, you know, that type of stuff, any number of things and have it so you can play by yourself or you can play with other people. I'm telling you, if they make that game, I'm about to become a real, real huge loser because I'm just going to set me up in a work situation where I make just enough to get by, where I'm not getting thrown on the street. But literally every other waking moment where I'm home, I'm on this Star Wars game. I have to imagine it's coming at some point that somebody will see that why don't we just do like a GTA-ass game? Because it's not like, you know, these uh, smaller companies have the license to Star Wars. These are anyone with the license to do a Star Wars game can afford to build a game that's in the vein of GTA Online. Like EA, they're evil as hell, but because of that, they're, they've got tons of cash. They absolutely should have built this game years ago. Then they'd be unanimously praised, and more importantly to them, they'd get that recurring monetization that they they so desperately want, to the point that they shoehorned it into Battlefront 2, and the entire internet revolted against them. So this game, had they had done it, or even someday if they do it, it'll come naturally. Everybody knows that GTA Online is built to sell shark cards, but people don't care because there's plenty of stuff to do, plenty of uh, ways to make money where you don't have to. It's just the, the damn idiots will buy those shark cards. And it is, I mean, don't get me wrong, if you play in public, it is like the most toxic uh, gaming community on the planet. But if you've got a couple friends or family to play with in a private game, it's an amazing game. Tons of replayability. Sure, I'm surprised nobody's made it yet, but I'm hopeful someone will eventually do it because it just makes sense. But until then, I'll settle for an Eclipse. It's made by a great company that seems to... Or at least a, gr- a company that produces great games. I think there was an issue with them a few years ago. I think it was the sexual harassment again. I'm not quite sure, but it's usually like a pretty safe guess that if some if there's bad shit going on somewhere, it's usually derived from sexual harassment, which I just don't understand. I'm like, like I'm a huge loser. I'm never going to. Never have, I'm never going to have like, a, you know, a permanent girlfriend or wife that is just like a smoke show and like a great girl and, uh, you know, keep me occupied and like focus just on her. So a loser like me, even though I'm a huge loser and I operate like that, I don't operate like these guys. I don't go to work and like start hitting on girls. Like I'm telling you, if I'm in the position where... Like, I'm running a a major video game uh, studio. There's definitely a trophy wife at home, right? And when you're on that level, you can pick, like, an educated trophy wife uh, so she don't annoy the hell out of you. And you can just go home, you know, check her out because all she's done all day is work out, 
do yoga and Pilates and just, you know, watch her diet and watch whatever uh, shitty television show is on Amazon Prime. And of course, you know, unbeknownst to her, I'll also be watching her from work. You better believe I'm going to have hidden cameras everywhere, especially the front door and the front gate. Because I'm telling you, public enemy number one to the rich man who's got a lonely housewife at home is the traveling salesman. And because it's 2021 and those are pretty much extinct, it's the Canada Post or the USPS mailman. You think you're going to chat up my hot trophy wife, my guy? Nah, you leave the Amazon package right at the door, right at the gate. I don't care if somebody steals it because... I run Quantic Dreams, okay? I got do re me to spare. You turn your your little red truck or whatever color it is right around, you Rudy Pooh candy ass. You ain't humping. Let's say her name is Kristen. Even though her name's not Kristen, I'm like, bitch, you know who you're dealing with now? Now that you're living in the lap of luxury, you can no longer go by your name, uh, your birth name, of uh, Destiny, that's a stripper's name, all right? Your name is Kristen now. The only thing strippery this girl's doing from now on is, hey, if, if that pole dancing shit keeps you fit, all right, go right ahead and do that. But that's the line. I will never put dollar bills in your G-string. This girl's the mother of my children. I gotta show her some respect. But I digress. What I was trying to say is, Quantic Dreams company known for good games is it a good company maybe maybe there was or maybe like one of their executives like gusta one of the the hot game developers or the secretary or whatever i don't know that's in the hands of the police and the courts all i care about is that this game is really really gripping really really great and that i fall in love with some of the characters like i did um, Detroit Becoming Human. And then there's a, a new game from the other Star franchise, and that's Star Trek. And uh, it's from... Is it Telltale? Like, the, the games that, uh, you know, you get to choose uh, how the story unfolds, kind of. So kind of like, uh, you know, what Star Wars is going to get, except it's definitely not as good. Definitely not as gripping. And... It's Star Trek, so I don't really care about it, but I know, like, just looking at it, I'm like, well, I, I, if I'm a huge Star Trek fan, this is cool, but because I'm not, I'm going to stop talking about it. Next game. Now, here's a, here's a tough one. This is um, the Suicide Squad Kills Justice League, which... I don't know which jackass decided this was the move to make. If you can get... It looks like they're in Metropolis. If you can get a green light to build a Metropolis, and you get the green light to build, to work with the Justice League, meaning you're designing all of them, casting and doing all that stuff for the Justice League, can you just leave it right at that and just do a Justice League game? Because I'm not saying the Suicide Squad aren't cool. Um, I certainly found them very cool on Arrow. But who the hell in their right mind 
would choose playing as the Suicide Squad over playing as the Justice League. And if you meet the person, you run away. You turn around and you run away. Do not get involved with this person. Do not become friends. Uh, do not date this person. Uh, not even a quick hookup. You run the hell away because something mighty wrong with them. You know, you hear those horror stories where, like, uh, you know, people get beheaded in their sleep uh, by these uh, these wackos. It seems like you just met one. Seems like you just ran into one. You get the hell out of there. I would, under no circumstance, in any way, shape, or form, get involved with someone who's like, oh, the Suicide Squad are way cooler than the Justice League. I'd definitely play as them. Man, I ain't even tough, but I'll probably hit the person, first of all. But even if it doesn't get that far, I'm telling you, whatever the circumstances, I'm getting out of it. If it's uh, a friend, acquaintance, or whatever... Whatever the level below, they drop to. Friend goes to acquaintance. Acquaintance goes to stranger. Stranger goes to enemy, right? If I'm dating a girl, I don't care how long it's been. I don't care if it's like the most serious relationship. Even if I'm living with the girl, you you better bet your ass I'm going for a pack of smokes and then never coming back. And if it's a professional situation, let's say, you know, work or school or whatever. If it's work, I'm quitting the damn job. I'll tell you that much. Not worth it. I'm like, I don't trust this person. I could be doing my job one moment. The next, my head's gone. School, even better. Oh, this program's not for me. I'm here, you know, trying to have a good time, trying to learn, trying to better my life. The next moment, my head's gone. Like, watching this trailer, I'm like, I'm not excited for this game at all. Sure, it's, like, clearly a AAA title from a studio that knows what they're doing. They did three Batman games. And to their credit, the superheroes that have been revealed, Superman and Flash, both very, very cool. Wherein lies the problem? Why the hell can't I play as Flash and Superman going after the Suicide Squad? Why the hell is it the other way around? Sure, I'm sure, like, the shark guy, he's fun for, you know, maybe an hour or so. But after that, you're like, man, I wish I was Superman. I could just, like, fly around Metropolis and fighting Lex Luthor's, uh, you know, freak of the week or whatever. And sure, Harley Quinn's a big deal. But guess what? You could play as her, I know for a fact, in at least one of the the Arkham games, you could play as Harley Quinn. And guess what? It was cute for, again, the one stage she was in, from what I recall. And then I just wanted to go back to playing as Batman. Because that's what we're all there for. The legitimate, cool superheroes. Not this, up until a couple years ago pretty fringe and a known team that quite frankly if they disappear tomorrow nobody's gonna bat an eye and if you meet someone that does well you know what to do and this next game super good news for me because uh, I'm not going to uh, well I thought I wasn't at first and I thought maybe I will get a PS5 but for this game specifically and as Final Fantasy 7 the remake It's coming to PC, so I don't have to worry about getting a PlayStation. Because it's not just the PlayStation. If I get a PlayStation 5, which is going to be like, what, 
seven, eight hundred dollars easily. I also have to get a 4K TV because what am I gonna get a, a super a super system and play on my uh, you know trustworthy and reliable 720 TV? But it's still a 720 TV, right? So if I have to go and these these Black Friday deals were so bad on TVs. Realistically, I'd have to drop another seven or eight hundred dollars on a new 4K TV, so that runs me up easily over fifteen hundred dollars. And honestly, I looked at my last paycheck. I think it's time I have to suck it up and go get yet another one of these horrible jobs that, if I'm unlucky, is gonna cripple me. I'm telling you that job though, like. I don't miss the job for a second. I do miss the income because, my God, it was really great. It was like I got, I just got my uh, my pay stub today and I looked at it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? How many days was I there? What? How's this the number? The other place I worked, if I worked the same amount of days, it is easily double that money. That figure, double it. But, Lisa, if we're looking at this in a vacuum just based on not having to get a PS5 because this game is now coming to the PC and I got me a sweet PC and I'll be able to enjoy the wonderful Final Fantasy VII Remake only having to pay whatever, you know, I'm sure at some point it'll be like 20, 30 bucks on uh, Steam there. So that's when I'll get it because I already have the first part I just don't have the Yuffie part of it. So I'll easily wait until it's like 20 or 30 bucks. Then I'll pick it up. And by that time, part two should be out. And that's when I'm willing to spend the do-re-mi. That's when I'm willing to get another job just so I can afford to get this game. Because goddamn, Final Fantasy VII is what it's all about. No other game did I wait like 15 years or more for uh, a rumored remake to come true. Listen, I have given up on uh, the hopes of finding me uh, a, a wonderful girl to spend the rest of my life with much sooner than I gave up because I never gave up on the hope of Final Fantasy VII being remade. But finding me a nice Kristen Crook type of girl who, for whatever reason, wants to spend the rest of her wonderful life with me, meaning it'll be definitely not wonderful anymore. Why, well, I gave up on that dream, oh, at least three or four years ago. Now all I have to look forward to each and every week is this podcast. My God. Just looking at the list, there's a lot of shit that got announced last night. Most of it I don't care about, but even some of the stuff that I do, I mean, I'm looking down. This thing's close to like 45 minutes at this point. Uh, this ain't this ain't about to be an episode 300. This ain't about to be a two-hour show. So let's just uh, quickly run over the rest. Saints Row, like the reboot, it wasn't announced yesterday, but like there was more details and stuff announced. Uh, at the Video Game Awards. And honestly, they missed such a great opportunity. They could have uh, like created something to compete with GTA. They could have learned everything from their own mistakes and GTA's mistakes and create something to compete with them. But instead, they created something that, quite frankly, 
I don't think anybody who ever played those games are looking forward to. Like the Saints are a bunch of hipsters now. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like Saints Row always was fun, but then like it was just too childish. It was just too much um, like goofy bullshit that you just wish they, they took it seriously because their creative player is so wonderful and the idea for, um, was it three or four? I think it was Saints Row 4. The one where you're a superhero. So cool. Despite the absurdity, it was actually pulled off really well. But when they announced that they were doing a remake, like a reboot, well, not a remake, but a reboot of the entire series, I was hoping they'd go serious with it. That it would be even more serious than GTA, just like have a a legitimate gangster game with a creative player, create your posse, have, you know, um, co-op and stuff to it. I would have loved that, but now I'm like, yeah, I'll probably play it at some point, but... You know how I'm saying, like, games I do want, I'll get at $20, $30. This one's definitely, uh, oh, maybe if it hits the $10 bin, you know. I'll pick it up then. And finally, they uh, had, like, a 15-minute video on IGN uh, of uh, the Matrix experience using the, the new Unreal Engine 5. And I gotta say, it looks pretty damn cool. That engine looks very powerful and very promising. Uh, I gotta actually watch the entire video i watched about half of it and i'm like i got stuff to do i can't be spending my whole day because you know what made me quit i was watching uh i'm like oh is this a video game it looks like it's a video game but at some point you're neither playing as neo or trinity or rather like uh well you know like you know media's favorite um instrument let's say yeah it's a it's a strong black chick i'm like uh, do i have to play as a strong black girl can i like make myself because that's that's a deal breaker for me if you're going through this game this matrix game this that's worse now that i think about it that's actually worse than the suicide squad situation at least the suicide squad you know i can play as a shark guy and harley quinn uh the other two guys i don't care about but this one they're like at, at least they're 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 established. They're like a superhero team or whatever, an anti-hero team or whatever. Um, this is like you play as a generic black girl instead of me or Trinity. I don't know why I talk like as if I were Neo just now, but uh, I don't even know if it sounded like him. But whatever, I tried to channel him, and um, I'm not editing it out. I'm keeping that, but. I'm assuming eventually this thing's coming on to PC. So when it does happen, I better be able to play as Neo and Trinity at one point. And if I do have to play as like someone other than them, they better have a sweet creative player. Because believe me, I'll be making the furthest thing away from a strong black chick, you know? Um, Old Kenny is who I'll be making. Uh, The natural uh, prey of strong black women. All right, that's it. That's episode 337 of the coolest podcast ever. I had a great time doing it. I hope you had a great time listening. Until next time, you take care of yourself. Toodles.